This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Both of Alabama senators, as well as the mayor of Huntsville, are speaking out about the rumors that have been circulating regarding the U.S. Space Command. Those rumors involved the U.S. Space Command not being placed here in Alabama as reviewed and decided by the U.S. Air Force, instead remaining in Colorado Springs. Senator Tommy Tuberville wrote an opinion piece this week in the Washington Post just four days after a writer for that same media outlet suggested that the Biden administration will reverse the decision and keep the U.S. Space Command in Colorado. Tuberville accused Biden of overruling the extensive work of the Air Force in coming to this decision and instead putting politics above the facts. Senator Katie Britt called Colorado a fifth-place finisher in the Air Force study that was done to ultimately decide on Redstone Arsenal instead. Britt says Alabama's world-class aerospace and defense workforce are ready to fulfill the mission and strength of national security through the U.S. Space Command. Huntsville Mayor Tommy Battle says the studies done were exhaustive, objective, and data-driven. The decision to first create a space force and U.S. Space Command was started within the Trump administration. Fort Rucker in Alabama will undergo a $1.5 million name change. The new name will be made official this coming April. Reports are out there that Army officials have chosen the name Fort Novacell, which would be a tribute to a Medal of Honor recipient, Michael Novacell, who was an aviator in World War II, the Korean War, and Vietnam. Fort Rucker was named after Confederate officer Edmund Rucker back in 1942. Rucker moved to Alabama after the Civil War as a railroad superintendent and later became a business leader in Birmingham. There are a total of nine U.S. Army bases that will be undergoing these name changes as determined by Congress. There was a big drug bust of fentanyl pills that occurred in Morgan County over the weekend. A Florence man, 36-year-old Adam Reeder, is now charged with trafficking those drugs. Police were moving in to arrest persons that were involved in the drug operation in Decatur when Reeder was spotted throwing two large bags onto the roof of a gas station. Once those bags were retrieved, authorities found 5,000 pressed fentanyl pills inside. Reeder is currently being held on a half-a-million-dollar bond. Well, the total is now at six tornadoes that are confirmed to have entered the state of Alabama starting on Friday night and through the weekend. The fifth was confirmed by the National Weather Service to have landed in Jackson County. That EF-1 twister had winds of up to 80 miles per hour and could be tracked for a six-mile-long path of damage to trees, roofs, and other structures. And in Houston County, an EF-0 twister was determined to have hit that area on Saturday with winds of 80 miles per hour. That twister developed near County Road 55 and dissipated past the Farley Nuclear Plant. More surveys will be conducted throughout the week by the NWS. And over in Mississippi, the tornado damage is far more severe, with fatalities now over two dozen in the small town of Amory and Rolling Fork. Jesse Odell of Trustville has already headed to the state of Mississippi to take much-needed recovery supplies for those who were hardest hit. Odell became the delivery man for items that were donated to the cause by Tortorigi Construction Company. Those supplies included a trailer full of water pallets, toilet paper, baby wipes, diapers, and money. Odell persisted in getting the much-needed goods to their location despite the fact that his loaded-up trailer had two tire blowouts. Odell did make it to the town of Amory and saw the devastation for himself. That town was hit by an EF4 tornado 
with winds up to 200 miles per hour. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, well, the tragic news breaking throughout the nation on this past Monday has been the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee at the Covenant Christian Academy. Three adults and three young students are confirmed to be dead along with the shooter. The victims are nine-year-old Evelyn Dykhouse, Hallie Scruggs, and William Kinney. Also, 61-year-old Cynthia Peake, 60-year-old Catherine Kuntz, and 61-year-old Mike Hill. Police say the shooter was a former student at that school and has been identified as 28-year-old Audrey Hale, a graphic designer who identified on her LinkedIn pages as he, him, along with posting LGBTQ-themed art. At the start of March, various transgender activist groups have called on April 1st to be a transgender day of vengeance. There's no word at this point from police whether there's a connection to this Nashville shooting and that upcoming event. And President Joe Biden did address the school shooting on Monday while he was speaking at a women's business summit that was being held at the White House. Biden first started off by addressing the crowds that were there with what he clearly thought was appropriate joking. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. After making those comments, Biden then went on to address the school shooting that happened in Tennessee. It's heartbreaking, uh, a family's worst nightmare. And I want to commend the police who responded incredibly swiftly, within minutes, and the danger. We're monitoring the situation really closely, Ben, as you know. And uh, we have to do more to stop gun violence. It's ripping our communities apart, ripping the soul of this nation, ripping at the very soul of the nation. Another train derailment has occurred in North Dakota. 31 cars of a 70-car train with Canadian Pacific Railway went off the tracks. Hazardous chemicals were on board those cars. Reports are coming in that the hazardous materials are spilling into the area and are flammable. However, snow is also hitting that area and is reducing the chances of a fire. Canadian Pacific officials say the hazardous materials are not a threat to waterways or public safety. Their emergency response team and hazardous materials experts are currently on the site to conduct a full assessment. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a bill into law regarding school choice in that state. The bill would expand the school voucher system to include families in Florida regardless of their income level. The state of Florida is number one when it comes to education freedom and education choice. And today's bill signing cements us in that number one position because we will be signing legislation which will represent the largest expansion of education choice not only in the history of this state but in the history of these United States. That is a big deal. And lastly, there are media reports regarding the U.S. Department of Defense and the Biden administration sending missiles and munitions to the country of Ukraine. 
The actions of Joe Biden for the past two years has now put the U.S. behind by over 10 years when it comes to production to replace that ammunition. The Biden administration has sent $33 billion of weapons aid to Ukraine so far. That includes U.S. Patriot air defense missile systems and over 200,000 rounds of artillery, rockets and tank rounds. The New York Times is now reporting that so much ammunition has been sent to Ukraine that it will take the U.S. military 13 years of production to bring those levels back to where they were. Raytheon is the company that makes the Javelin missile systems, and they say it will take five years at 2022 production rates in order to replace the number of missiles that have been sent to Ukraine this past year. The Washington Post is also reporting that the U.S. produces 14,000 rounds of 155-millimeter ammunition every month, and over in Ukraine, that many rounds have already been fired and spent within a 48-hour time frame. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 